0: and to you or whenever you're maybe listening to this this is andrew can you believe this is number five podcast? i
1: can't it's, it's felt longer <laughs>
0: It really has. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, really, <laughs> but it has felt longer. But this is actually number five of the podcast. And hey, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened. Namely, our moms, uh, who we have broke over a hundred listens, one hundred and seven listens. Woo! We are knocking it out of the park, yeah. man. <laughs> Killing it. And we have we have just under uh, twenty established listeners. So, All right. crazy- Yeah. Shout out to the twenty. <laughs> That is right. So, uh, you know, the thing about it is last week it was crazy, and I don't know why, but we lost a bunch of established listeners, but by the end of the week we had built them back up. So I don't know what that says. I don't know who bowed out. I don't know who came in, but nonetheless, this is the One to Five podcast. So, um, and, you know, we had a great show last week uh, coming off Father's Day. Um, I do know that the first segment was a little iffy. Um, Because it was lagging. Um, I'm just going to say, I'm going to point the blame where I I think it is. Andrew felt the pressure and he sabotaged the whole thing. So you couldn't really follow the story. Uh, Would you agree that that's what you did?
1: That is false, but that sounds like a good
0: accusation. Well, last week we talked about, we revealed, I I shouldn't say we talked about, we revealed about this golden boy, Andrew. Okay. And how he has left his brother juicy out in the cold, not once but twice last week to do his dirty work, okay? Okay. To, to The first thing he did was he told him that he was going to meet him. By the way, I still laugh at this story. He told him that he was going to meet him and help him finish cutting grass for Andrew's business, by the way. Yeah, that that one's on me. That one's on me. And you oh. never showed up. You were sipping coffee on the couch, okay? Yep. Then the second one was the Friday, <laughs> the Friday before Father's Day, and you had Juicy to go pick up your father's – father's day present which was a pallet of sod oh yeah and you told him on the way home you said i'm gonna help you lay this okay and and which you say that you did but then i know because i'm the one who handed the ice cream to you you showed up in my driveway i handed you ice cream i get a snapchat from juicy of him just covered in just nasty (laughs) you admit it you admit it on this Podcast, you admitted that he was trimming limbs so you could back your beloved camper into its spot.
1: Okay, look, I didn't make him. He did it out of the kindness of his kindness of his heart. Okay, it, I, nobody's gonna believe me now. So what's the
0: point? Well, I, and, and another thing, I do know that Juicy is very kind because last week, um, because you got your home back, the camper. Oh it's yeah, back, oh yeah, parked in the, the, the driveway camper. now. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> the camper is where it belongs and Andrew's one step closer to moving back out of the house. Uh, well, but nonetheless, come. I heard your brother say, uh, when you, when he called you out of nowhere, out of the goodness of his heart, say, well, I guess I'm going to help you on your, on your camper because you're totally doing a big Reno. And so he, out of the goodness of his heart, uh, the other day helped you on your camper. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you, and, 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 and I know this and I'm about to just drop a bomb on the world. Where? <laughs> Where is Juicy right now?
1: (laughs) So I've got Juicy and the one Wade out there uh, actually doing some cabinet work right now, actually uh, deglossing some cabinets so we can paint them here in the next couple days. But they're out there working on it right now. And listen, I'm not making them do it, but I did tell them what what they could do. Okay, so there's (laughs) a difference. (laughs) <laughs> I gave them options, and they're and they're just working away, having a big time, screaming uh, uh, Mariah Carey and uh, uh, Carrie Underwood. Oh yeah, just screaming all that stuff, man. They got
0: they got uh, the speaker down there. They're rocking out. So you're telling me that if I rolled up to Coon Dog Cemetery Road <laughs> and I rolled down my window, you, you know the road that we talked about a few weeks ago that Alan Jackson traveled at one time, okay? the Golden Road. I could yeah. roll. I could roll down my windows. And I could literally hear Juicy and Wade singing Mariah Carey or Jesus Take the Wheel. Yes, by Underwood. Yes, Are you yes,
1: yes, hundred percent.
0: That's disturbing. 100%. While they're doing, while they're doing work for your camper, and you're sitting inside in the air conditioning talking to me on a podcast. I, I know. I, I wouldn't call it that. You know, I've got it good, but I am blessed. They have them fellas out there working on that thing, <laughs> I would say that you have something figured out that I do not. Yeah,
1: know? yeah, maybe I don't really know. It just happens. I got a, I got a good group of friends and a good brother. So,
0: well, I would say you have a great brother, and and uh, there's a big announcement coming at the end of the show about Juicy, and I, I'm I'm going to let the listeners just hold on to that one. They'll they'll tune in. But, um, you know, uh, what a week it's been. It's, I've just had so much fun. Um, with with just uncovering all kind of things uh, that Andrew lets other people do for him, you know. Um, I, I found out yesterday that while you were out pressure washing with Wade doing yet another job. By the way, how come every picture I got was of Wade doing work and you just kind of standing there?
1: Well, somebody had to take the <laughs> pictures. Okay. You're the media
0: guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, advertising, you know. <laughs> Well, anyways, I, I, I have a source that was inside the camper, and um, I know that he or she was just totally demoing the, the camper for you. So you have, now have people doing projects around your quote-unquote home while you're out making money or out do, being the media guy for your company.
1: Well, well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Somebody's got to make the money to reno, renovate the camper, okay? So I'm really just a
0: supplier here. <laughs> You have everybody fooled, Andrew, and it's slow to the light. light. I'm just, you Uh, you know. And here's another thing. Another thing. You know, I thought we were friends. I really did. I thought we were. I thought we were brothers. Probably. I thought. I thought we were as tight as you and Juicy appeared to be. Okay. But this past week, and I'm not going to go into detail as to what the bit of information was because it's really not that important. But this man that I'm talking to on this one to five podcast, this one. Okay. Now this sounds like something a five would do, not a one. This one withheld a big piece of information from me for over ten hours. Now, now let me paint this picture for you, listeners. If you ha- somebody sounds salty, if if, if if you them. had if you had someone and you told them, like, "Hey, man, as soon as, as soon as I get the okay, the go ahead, the thumbs up, I'm going to let you know." Number one, you bank on that, and so I was banking on that. Okay. And so we ride in the car in the truck to work. Wade's in the back seat, just picture it. We're all stuffed in there and Wade can Wade <laughs> can't breathe. He's doing the check valve where he pulls his nose halfway across his face to get air up there. Okay? Sniffing <laughs> yeah. like that. It's and awful. so we're all in there and 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 I'm talking 15 minutes into the ride. Andrew just opens up with this bit of information and just 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 drops the bomb on me. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, "Well, when did this happen?" Calculate it back ten hours prior. I was still awake. I know I go to bed early, but I was still awake. Andrew.
1: <laughs> well,
0: you know. Okay. Yeah. We know. I,
1: could,
0: I couldn't help. I look. I look. I couldn't help it. All right. I was. I was focused on said person, and you uh, know. All that right. That was it. Okay. I'll just let it. I'll just let that slide. We will continue to find out more information. Uh, I've got. I've got a list, and, and here in a minute, I, talking about the check valve. I want you to talk about your visit to the doctor this week. But, 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 but I got a oh. list, and, and here, here's the thing: I want you to mm. guess this person for me. Can you do that? If I, if I read you sure. off their accreditations, I want to see if you can guess it because this this is this is going to be fun. Okay, you ready? Okay, all right, all right. I'm and okay, so this person is a college graduate. Would you say that that's pretty successful? OK,
1: yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, next uh, one yeah. Is this.
0: this person <laughs> learned to play piano and now plays on a frequent basis. Would you say that? Would you My say mom. that's? Success- you think it's your mom?
1: OK. OK, right. this right. person
0: is nationally certified pharmacy technician, a nationally certified pharmacy technician.
1: All right, can can I can I buzz in here? Can I buzz in? Uh Morgan Weaver. Let me read two
0: more for you. Makes makes what? makes what? sterile meds professionally. Makes sterile meds professionally. I don't make medications. This person does it legally. I, mean, yeah, I don't even does. know what accreditation I, means, he, but it sounds
1: Is it Is it not Morgan next Weaver? Up, this sounds awesome. Like next Morgan. up.
0: This person hires out work around their house, so I, I would think that a person who hires out work uh probably has the money to do so. Um, and and this yeah. person yeah. you called a psychopath last week,
1: yeah, definitely. Morgan Weaver,
0: that's my answer. That's and so, I, re- answer. I, re- <laughs> I reached out to Morgan Weaver, Mo, as we call her, I reached out to her. And I said, give me five things that are, would say that you're very successful, all right? And these are not things of a psychopath, okay? A college graduate, learn to play piano, nationally certified pharmacy tech, makes sterile meds professionally. And, and you know what she put in a, in a little subtitle beside make sterile meds professionally? Is that she could? She could also probably kill people with that too. But that's, that's
1: not here. Okay, okay. <laughs> Somehow that was directed at me, but we're not well, going to. I'm going to say you. I'm going to say, say number
0: that. five was directed at you in that she hires out work around their, around <laughs> her house, and she's not going to get you to weed eat that ditch anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Morgan. Okay, I will apologize to you right now and to the world. Morgan, I'm sorry I called you a psychopath. That, that's okay? Well let's just word it like this. You
0: are really tough to eat dry cereal. Yes. By the okay. way, did you know that Morgan, this is gonna make you feel bad. She's lactose intolerant. I yeah, but a she bag. can't have milk. I
1: that's the golden
0: bag. boy. Andrew, mm-hmm. right there. The golden boy.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: right. a <laughs> so, see, I do my research on this show and I reached out to Morgan and uh I, I'm so glad I called her Albert Einstein, and I stand by that. Shout out to Mo. she's mm-hmm. our number one mm-hmm. fan. She always has some type of feedback, so that's that's awesome. So, anyways, I'm,
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I called her number one fan
0: psychopath. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I won't call you any <laughs> more names. All right, <laughs> I just got my pants
0: jerked down on national <laughs> podcasts or whatever. All right, man, so you you went to the doctor oh. this week, and it wasn't for COVID, but but you no. went because you've been having some some stuff going on with your tonsils, and you were sure. Like, you were so sure that it was your tonsils. You was about to have a tonsil surgery and eat ice cream for the rest of your life, okay? Oh, and yeah. and oh, yeah. you got there, and it's a little more severe than that, I would say. Maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. So, I, I had to go to the ENT, the ear, nose, and throat doctor, okay? And my throat is killing me that day. I'm like, this is perfect. I'm actually walking in here sick, and they're going to believe me. So I tell him all my symptoms and the nurse is like, yeah, um, he's going to want to look up your nose. I'm like, but that's not my throat. You know, like that's, that's not my tongue. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Sure. You know, you know what you're doing. All right. So she walks out and she comes back in and she says, okay, well I've got to numb your nose. I'm like, oh, okay. Like a nose spray or something. No, she takes a cotton ball. And she stretches the cotton ball out, and dips it in lidocaine. And this, she stretched a cotton ball out to probably mm, eight inches, okay? And she crams both of my nostrils full of cotton. I mean, I swear it's touching my brain. Oh,
0: I got a uh, picture of that, by the so, way. <laughs> I got a picture uh, of that. Okay,
1: okay so now she, she steps out, and I'm having a mouth breathe, okay? And <laughs> it looks like I just got done running a race. I'm like, <sighs> breathing heavy. My, my mind is going nuts right now. I have cotton up my nose. I can't breathe. So they come back in, the doctor, you know, does his thing or whatever. And, uh, he pulls the cotton out of my nose and he looks, he doesn't even put that camera up my nose at all. Okay. And he's like, dude, you've got polyps. Uh, You got polyps really, really bad. I'm like, uh, okay. So I just got my nose numbed and cotton jammed up there and almost died for nothing. But anyway, uh, but yeah i've got i've got polyps now still can't breathe you know i'm doing the wade check valve thing you know where he does so you've created a new one but oh yeah the the double check valve is what i call it
0: (laughs) yeah the double check valve he takes his index and his middle finger puts it on either side of his nostrils and pushes straight it takes a deep breath in (laughs) it looks like he's breathing the middle side of his finger or like the webbing. (laughs) It's the most disturbing thing you've ever seen in your life.
1: No, but it feels so good though. It it obviously works. works.
0: It obviously works. Oh yeah. So anyways, Paula's my wife has had that surgery twice and hers were really, really bad. And I, I just know this, that whenever you returned, and Wade's, like we said, Wade's got sinus problems anyway. He's got like, what deviated septum. He always blames everything. All right. So I'm driving down the road, and and all I'm hearing is just snorting and sniffing. People can't breathe. And I just I, – I'm about to have a coming, because I'm like, I, I can't take this. There's sick people, obviously, all around me, you know. <laughs> and it, so, man, anyway, you've been struggling to breathe. You've been, you know, just – running <laughs> i think the funny story is whenever they took the cotton out of your nose <laughs> and you said a string of not. <laughs> oh
1: oh dude yeah and like it went all down my shirt and it was like everywhere and i was like oh i like apologize like i could help it i'm like oh i'm sorry he's like oh
0: no no pal you're good it's, it's part of the job and i'm like you're yeah that's disgusting
1: how do you go into that <laughs> I,
0: I know there's worse doctors you know um but how do you go into that uh, yeah i want to look at snot, you know Ugh, i don't know
1: and, and like and being a ear nose and throat you got to go through the mouth and like you could just imagine some of the
0: mouths oh, yeah. he's looked in yeah a lot of a lot of allergies oh. in this this region and i think it's because of the just the humidity and and stuff there's a lot of mold and just yeah. just the various plants that we got a lot of allergies my wife's got allergies but my kids have allergies i do not um, so, and, and here's the thing. Sometimes when people with allergies, they get on my nerves you know? <laughs> and here's why, well, and it's nothing, you know, all right, because I know they can't help it, but it's just, it's the snotting and snorting and the sniffing, you know? And I'm just like, can you not end that? Can you not do something? about that? And the truth is, you can. <laughs> and so. God has paired me with a lady, a beautiful woman that has allergies and has had to deal with them. And so I do have a lot more grace than I used to towards people that do. So you can think, actually, the fact that I have grace to you and Wade over that. So well, but so you, anyways, uh, what about surgery? You, you looking at surgery anytime soon?
1: I don't know. I don't know about that. I have to have a well, I got to call a hospital. I think you're going to do a CT scan of my yeah. sinuses and uh, kind of look what's all what's all going on in there um and then actually as of friday afternoon uh i have to be allergy tested
0: oh on july 15th. oh my gosh they're going to put 150 so, needles in. oh
1: yeah they're yeah it's going to be rough well, i'm going to have welts anyways all in my you know i've been told like i'm like is there any I thought I was like, is there any other way? Like, I can tell you I'm allergic to literally everything outside, like, and I'm just going to blow up like a balloon, but you're really going to do this to me? She goes, yeah, the insurance has to pay for it. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I, 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 uh-huh.
0: I think they stick you like 100 times. I don't even know, like on both arms back, all you're that down kind down. of stuff.
1: I'm going to be laying there vulnerable, on my belly, no shirt, on the table for like an hour. Oh, so.
0: my. Yeah, she's so going to stick Visible. me that much. So mm. You'll be driving right. home like my brother-in-law did whenever he got COVID tested. What do you mean? I gotta go to work <laughs> after that. Oh yeah, we won't review you at all there ever. Oh. oh. Man. So, anyways, let me tell you briefly about my week. You know, um, I was so ecstatic about getting rid of the kids towards the end of the week. So that beloved day, Wednesday right. came. My precious sister picked up my youngest and and uh, took her with her for two nights, and and then she stayed with my mother the other night. And then uh, my oldest went to the grandparents in Coleman. So me and the wife had uh, a few days by herself, and it was just nice to breathe in the quietness and work at our own pace and keep a very clean house. But they come home yesterday, and it's just tornado city here, okay? Dolls everywhere, you know. you You, you briefly forget what it's like not having kids, but you are quickly reminded what it's like to have kids, all right? <laughs> and I thought I thought that it would be just like a Hallmark moment. We all haven't seen each other. We're gonna like sing "Kumbaya" and hold hands and just laugh like they do on the Hallmark commercials. No, it was instant arguments. All right, the the oldest has no grace towards the youngest, and then I have no grace towards the oldest. I just get so frustrated with her uh, for being Mama Goose. It just gets on my nerves. So, um, anyways, this morning at church, uh, we're still in COVID, so. There's no kids, anything. So we're actually I had to get there early to practice. I was in my office. They were just yin-yang, and I had already been down so much about just acting right. I had, had enough with the yang yeah. I threw my phone, okay, and I knocked off about fourteen things on my desk. I grabbed two chairs oh. and I threw them across the room, separating them, and I said, "Y'all get in the chair." And I was rough talking. And so for about 20 or 30 minutes, I'm lecturing them. And, and, and we're talking about to be a seven-year-old and a two-year-old. I did not lose my cool. Oh my I did not whoop my kids. I did not abuse them emotionally. Okay, hear me on that. But I did scold them and say, y'all have to start acting right. And so I went into the church house, and my kids were sitting there very calm. <laughs> Brian even commented on it. They're sitting there very calm. like, man, they're so well behaved. I'm like, y'all do not even know you don't understand understand. (laughs) well I mean
1: at least your lecture worked yeah for a brief second
0: you know man I I tell you what it's it's been something else so I told told wife and I told the girls listen this family has a word for this week that we are going to put into practice and that's grace we have got to give one another grace because we're yeah and it's it's so crazy. I'm so ready for school and for things to be "quote unquote" somewhat normal, um, but I don't know if they ever will, honestly. But there's got the hope out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, anyways, it's it's oh. been a, it's been a crazy week, been a up and down week, but um, but anyway, so cool. That's the week in review, and so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk about the Book of Ruth. And you may ask why the Book of Ruth? Well, we'll tell you on the other side. But it, uh, it's, it's going to be fun to talk about and just see the avenues that, that God takes in it. So we just want to share just what we learned from it's a powerful little book. And we're going to talk about it when we come back. Mm-hmm. Man, COVID means everybody's home, and the clothes are piling up, and so what are you doing? You're doing laundry about every other day, so you know what? You know what you need to do? I'm going to give you a break. I'll tell you what you do. You keep doing that laundry. You put in the one to five podcasts. Put it in your ear, and I promise you, you won't even think about how much laundry you're having to do, how much laundry you're having to fold, how much uh detergent you're going through you won't even think about that you know why you'll be splitting your sides laughing so hard so put it in your ear the one to five podcast where we we wash away the lameness of laundry All right, what's up, people? We are back, and and what a fun first segment there. I always love our week reviews, and believe it or not, do you know one thing that did not come up? What? What? I don't don't remember. (laughs) The one thing that did not come up that has been coming up of every first segment, food. Food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about food that time. So that means one of two things. We either didn't eat anything good this week, or there are so many other things that happened, that food's kind of our fallback. It wasn't even important this week. Yeah. Or maybe we're just not hungry right now. Because you notice, like, I haven't eaten dinner before uh, the podcast, usually. So, ah, so you've already eaten?
1: Well, I may have had a snack
0: here and there. But. And I bet you took juicy and, and way a snack out there, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're lying.
0: You're lying. See, yeah, I, am. I am. Look, I'm trying
1: have... to make myself better, okay? <laughs> and so you lie. No,
0: so you lie.
1: no, not, not. I'll take up a snack later.
0: Yeah, but you okay. All right. I'm just going to let that slide cuz we've got other stuff to go through and we need to really the Bible after this. I'm just telling you. Golden boy, yet another one. Okay. All right. So anyways, um you know, we uh with the, with this podcast, we know that we're going to take, you know, several routes. Uh we we go from lighthearted, hearted funny. Of course, like I said, if if we can't poke fun of ourselves, then then we can't do this thing. And that's what we do. And and Andrew's just kind of drawn drawn card the last few weeks. You know, um, but but the fact is our our faith is something that's very, very big to us. And it's who we are. And we really want to use this podcast as just a uh, not necessarily an escape, but just a a way to look at people and how they process things and just how we do life together in a community. All the quote unquote characters they are real people that you hear on the show or people that we do uh, life with. And and, you know, it's not perfect. It's not roses, as you can hear in, in the way Andrew and Juicy have a relationship and the way uh, different things come out on the show. But but faith is a big deal to us. And so I know that's not everybody who listens and we respect that. We don't want to you know force our faith on you and we don't want to say uh, anything that uh, would push you away from God. What we want to do is turn you to God. We are believers. We are Christians. We believe Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life. We believe that he Uh, was alive and he died and he was resurrected and he's coming back again. And he is the only way to eternal life um, um, with the father. So that's what we believe. Now, we don't want that to turn you off. As I said, we want to point to God. Well, one thing that we want to do through this podcast also is just talk through some biblical things. And for some reason, this book of Ruth has been real big. Um, You know, I preached on it not too long ago in front of church. And then, yeah. Out nowhere, you kind of brought it up a few weeks. What, what, what's, what inspired you to start reading the book of Ruth?
1: Well, um, I don't know, like a, a few weeks ago, Aubrey had kind of said something about reading Ruth and I was like, I was like, man, that's a short chapter. I'm like, I can read that before I go to work one morning. Um, and I just read it and I was like, wow, this is fantastic. And then that's where the whole, you know, man, Boaz is a
0: snack came, came from. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly right, and so, anyways, that's that's cool. Um, I, I don't know. I was just, I was just going through the Bible and and teaching the youth, like book by book, what the books are about, the historical aspects of them, who wrote them, and I stumbled on this book of Ruth, and it hit me between the eyes—a small book with a massive punch. Oh yeah. And, um, I had even heard Platt preach a uh, a series through it, and it was so. Amazing, of course, anything I, I believe that Platt preaches is incredible. But, um, and then I started reading it for myself, and I'm like, my goodness, the gospel is all in this. I'm in this, you know, and 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 I see God at work in this. So, what we want to do is just kind of go through this book, and we're not going to go verse by verse. Um, and it may take you know four weeks, there's only four chapters, or it may take eight or, or ten, but we're just going to talk about different aspects of it. And so I'm not going to read, you know, verse by verse and, and and bore anybody with that. But I just want to just kind of give you the background of this book. This book, Ruth, it's found right after Judges, and it, it's found um, right before 1 Samuel. But it's written, um, actually, you know, the traditionalists say that it's written by Samuel the prophet. Um, and we know that Samuel is the one who... Uh, you know, uh, uh, basically was was called by God to go and anoint Saul as king, even though Samuel didn't want to do that. And truthfully, God didn't either, because Israel had a king, and it was Jesus Christ, though he wasn't earthly, and Israel wanted an earthly king, so that's how they got Saul. So anyways, um, this is set during the time of judges, and the judges were actually sent by God to judge Israel for their sin, not to condemn them. But to turn them to God, so judges were sent um as as a bit of as mercy and grace from God, though it was bad stuff that was happening when judges came and when those judges came, it was generally the nations that were oppressing Israel that would be um um judged against, I guess you could say, and wrath mm-hmm. would be poured out on them. But what happened with Israel is once they would get freed from that, once God would send a judge. They would turn to God, but eventually they would turn their eyes off of God and go back to idolatry. Does that not sound like us? I mean, that is that is the same thing that we do. We see God show up, we get delivered or we move on to the next thing. And then before too long, we take our eyes off of God and we put it on something earthly. I mean, do you ever struggle with anything like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. When thing when things get good, that's when our eyes uh, tend to leave God Um, because I mean, stuff gets easy. You know, exactly. It's like, why do I, why do I need to
0: pray to him if nobody around me in my immediate family is sick? That's right. That's right. You know, um, it's kind of like we prayed the vow in, so we are actually dependent upon him, but when things are good, we don't need him. Yeah. Crazy. Sadly. So anyway, Oh, you got something to say on that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as we get in the book of Ruth, I guess I'm just going to give like an overall, like, um, I guess phrase start going into the book. Um, I'd probably call it like a road to redemption. Um, and you'll see as we get through uh just the kind of the start of this road, um as we go through roof you know we'll talk about um you know when they leave Bethlehem and everything um kind of how good life was at that point, and then seemingly it just falls apart, and then you know of course the end of the book,
0: Boaz, my man, you know so. <laughs> hey, the, the snack shows up, <laughs> oh man, full course meal. <laughs> So anyways, in the first five verses, which is just, like I said, go back and read them or go and read them. Go find you a, a Bible. You can look it up on Version. You can look it up on the internet, but it's Ruth chapter one, one through five. I'm not going to read all these, but I'm going to tell you the characters that we have. We have a Lamelech, which is the father, and then we have Naomi, which is the mother, and then they have two sons, Mahlon, M-A-H-L-O-N. I probably uh, brutalized that, but just go with me, and Shilon. And so there's your family that we're dealing with in the first five verses. They're from Bethlehem, okay? And what's happening is there's a famine on, at Bethlehem. Now, to understand the state of where Israel is, you have to go back to Judges chapter 21 and 25. And here's what it says. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. There was no absolute truth. So everybody did what they felt was right. It was chaos exactly what we have today is because yeah. we have so many people following different things there's no absolute truth everybody makes up their own truth then you have chaos and that's what we have here in the states that's what we have in the world mm-hmm. and and for a nation not to have a king that that was that was I mean think about that as as crazy as our country is now imagine if we didn't have a president or elected leaders it would be even more crazy you know Oh yeah. so, so for a nation not to have a a king, even though it, even though Israel had one, it just wasn't here earthly. Um, for a nation not to have a king, it was just looked at as just total you know just chaos. It was it was not a nation that was thriving. And so um, so you have these four: Elamalai, Naomi, Mah, Mahlon, and Shilon, and they're from Bethlehem, and they left Israel or they left Bethlehem um, because of famine. And this famine was on Israel um, because of God's judgment. So these people were turning their eyes to idol worship, and God brought judgment upon them through famine. But that famine was not to condemn them and crush them. It was to turn them to God.
1: Yeah, for reliance on
0: him, for provision. Exactly. It's that valley that we're talking about, how when we're in that valley, that's generally when we look up to something that's bigger than us to help us out of this, or we should. You know, and that's what God was doing through this. Um, yeah. And so there was a level here of distrust or that they may have lost faith in God's provision because you remember God is the one who is is over Israel. God is the one who is um, um, basically um, leading Israel and established Israel, and he had provided for Israel to this point. And and still is, obviously. But there's now a level of distrust. All of a sudden, Elamelech and Naomi don't believe that God is going to come through and, and deliver food to them. And yeah. so they said, all right, we're leaving this land that God led us to, and we're going to Moab. Okay? And let yeah. me tell you right quick, and then you can chime in. But Moab was opposite of Israel. Moab was a filthy city. Okay, it was a city that was born out of incest and it was through Lot's family. If you can think back to to Lot and and how, you know, that Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. And so you have Moab that that was there and the Moabites were they stood opposed to the Jews and the Moabite women actually seduced Jewish men in order to lead them astray. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Yeah, crazy. So they leave and they go and settle in Moab. So they are now foreigners in a foreign land who this foreign land does not worship the God that they worship. Don't believe in the God that they believe in, but what was in that foreign land food. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why they, that's why they wound up there. All right. So So I want
1: to, I want to say this real quick. I want to say please. So when they, you know, when they're starting to leave Bethlehem, uh, in my Bible, when it calls out the, the kids of, um, Elimelech and Naomi, uh, Malon and, and I don't know have you Shilion whatever, on. Uh, but Melon's name in my Bible says it was sickly, and
0: um, Shilion's
1: name was weak or failing. So it kind of makes me think, you know, starting out, these guys already had like their kids already had something like a condition that they were sick. You That's know, good man. And we'll see as we see later on. We'll see what happens to them because of this illness
0: or whatever that they have going on. Exactly. Wow. I didn't know that. That's good. Good piece of information there. And so as they get settled in Moab, all of a sudden, Elamelech dies. So Naomi is now a widow. All right. Now, that's not good news because widows. It's not like today where women just kind of go out and they have opportunities and and they can work and provide for their own. It's it's not like that. A widow woman is now she's dependent upon now her sons to provide for her protection and provision, okay, yeah. uh, and, and so now she is a widow, not to mention the loss of her husband, let's not just gloss over that like that was so easy, yeah. and so now her sons, they marry Moabites, and here here's Orpah and Ruth, they now enter the picture as characters, Orpah and Ruth, which the book is named after, and yes, Oprah's name does come from Orpah, I don't know if you knew that, my wife looked that up, Oprah, you know, the Talk yeah, her. yeah. Her oh name God. comes from this. So yeah, I, I knew that. Okay, okay. See, I, was, I was actually told that right before this podcast. Actually. I was trying to drop some tweetable information, and you just stole it from me. So, anyways, sorry, God. So here are the Moabite women and Orpah and Ruth, and they now marry Mahlon and Shilon. Okay, and these Moabite women did not have a good track record. They are the ones who often seduce these Jewish boys. So here it is. And and were they seducing them? I don't know. But there is there's hope here in that the family lineage can live on. Everybody's hoping that there is a a male produced either through Orpah or Ruth. Okay, Mm -hmm. because Elamalek's dead. There's the two boys. And then the lineage is to carry on, because if the lineage dies, the old custom is that is ultimate failure. That means that God is against you and you have totally failed as a human being. Okay, well, now there's hope that through Orpah or Ruth that there will be a, a, a lineage continued. Mm-hmm. So 10 years later, after Alamelech, or, or it, either after Alamelech died or after they settled in, somewhere around in there, Mahalan and Shalon, they die. And yep. so now we go for there are three males in the family and one female to now there's three females and no males. Yep. And let's yep. not forget that Naomi is a foreigner in Moabite land. Yeah. Now two other widows. And there is no male to provide provision uh, with food and money. There's no male for protection. We are three females who are now still hungry, by the way. And so now Naomi gets word that there is food in back in her homeland. So what do you think she decides to do? (laughs) go man yeah got to up and go that's right i got to get up and get out of here i got to go back home so so when you pick up in verses six through seven naomi heard that there's famine that the famine had lifted in bethlehem and and that that god had provided food so imagine if you can just just imagine if you could have hit pause and stayed there for 10 years and got and waited on god to provide food because there's proof that god Though he may allow us to go through suffering, he doesn't allow us just – he doesn't lift his hand and say, well, forget you. He continues to provide. And so 10 years later, he provided that food, and she hears there's food provided by God. Yeah. So she has to make a tough choice, Andrew, and this is is where I just want to stop for a second. She has to say, okay, I can either try to ride it out here because I'm so doggone independent now, you know, pull up my bootstraps and provide for myself. Or I walk back in shame to the place where I know God is. Now think about Talk, that. talk about a
1: humbling thing that you have to do. Absolutely. Embarrassed. Because, I mean, I, you know she's thinking, we didn't trust God, and here we are, have nothing, and we have to go back to him. Otherwise, we're done. We're done. We're done. You
0: know? we're done. And, and this is so many times how I find myself, or I think we as Christians also find ourselves, is that, that sense of returning to God. We we almost there are times where we neglect that because we're like no I'm gonna dig myself out of this, yeah. But but Naomi and these these other her two daughter in laws they couldn't dig themselves out.
1: Mm-hmm. Naomi
0: was a foreigner and and she was the one that was leading the family because of her age, not yeah. Orpah and not Ruth. It was Naomi, so Naomi called the shots. And Naomi says I'm returning. Well, because these two had married into her family, Orpah and Ruth. They are now connected with her. So they came into Moab with three men and a woman. They're now leaving Moab and going back to Bethlehem, and she's not taking back food. She's not taking back her two sons. She's not taking back grandchildren. She's not bringing back her husband. She's bringing back daughters-in-law.
1: Yeah, of a foreign country.
0: Yeah, exactly. She's bringing back foreigners. And so she left to get food, didn't find food. And she lost more than she gained in Moab. And now she's returning to to Bethlehem with less than what she left Bethlehem with. Yeah. And you can
1: kind of see in the text here, you know, Naomi is hopeless, you know. And I imagine that some of this hopelessness comes from also being really embarrassed, too. As you know, like when they left, they were like, we're going to get out of here. We're going to do we're going to be OK. God's going to provide for us. Well, then here they come back 10 years later. There's nothing. They don't have anything. She didn't even have a, she lost her whole family. She, I mean, she's stripped of
0: everything. Everything, everything. And, and, and walking back, I can imagine the shame as she walked back into Bethlehem, head down and, and people talking, which we'll get to that in a minute, because people did talk. But yeah. um, if we pick up in, in, in verses eight through 14, and this is kind of where we'll wrap things up. But, but, but Naomi urged both of them. She turned to her daughter-in-laws and she said, please stay here. Because here's the thing. If they would stay in Moab, she even says this. You can still find husbands. You can still carry on your lineage, okay? But if you go with me, you're not going to find husbands in this foreign land. She had no hope. No Mm -hmm. hope. So she urged them both to return to their homeland. Go back to where you know. Go back. And and maybe she's speaking from experience here. Maybe Maybe. she's saying, I know what it's like to live in a foreign land, and you lose more than you gain. Maybe that's what she's saying, all right? So she couldn't understand why they would want to go with her. She didn't understand that. But Naomi saw no hope for her future. She said, the hand of the Lord is against me. If you go with me, it's going to be nothing but weeping. It's going to be yeah. nothing. And so because she saw no hope, she was assuming and even saying to these two ladies, to these two young girls, there's no hope for you. And that, mm-hmm. that's the thing that I want us to see is a lot of times if if we encounter somebody with no hope, it's going to rub off on you. All right? Yeah. Or, or yeah. if we walk around life feeling like we don't have any hope, it's going to rub off on somebody else. We're going to look at them and say, "Well, you have no hope." Why? Because I have no hope. Right. The only hope that 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 Naomi saw was to go back, and and so she even says this phrase. And here's where I want to wrap it up, Andrew. And we'll kind of expand on this. Says, "My life is much too bitter for you to share because the Lord hand Lord's hand is against me." And here's here's where I just kind of I stopped when I was studying this this week. Too many p- people live life right there bitter. Yeah, yeah. She, it's my life. But many will say that that you know she's living life so bitter, and the reason is, and and rightfully so, because here she's gone into a foreign land, and she's lost her husband, she's lost her two sons, and she's lost the hope of a lineage, and so. Many may say, well, she has the right to be bitter. Do you, let me just ask that. Do you think, and this is just, I mean, I, I don't know. I, this, let's talk this out. Do you think that people have the right to be bitter? I, I think you have the right to have the emotions,
1: um, yeah. but not, not to the point to where it's starting to affect other people around you. Um, I mean, that's where the kind of the whole um, – I guess the neighborly community thing kind of comes in. If you have yourself a community of people around you that kind of support you in the, in that time then, you know, obviously you're going to be helped, but I mean taking it to the point of where you're so bitter that it's it's a really a heart issue, um, then I
0: think that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And 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 I agree. You know, I sit here and you're right. I love what you said at the beginning about yeah, that has the right for the emotions. Yeah, she's coming back and don't she's coming back with that loss. And I know that God felt that pain. Like God knew that pain, you know, God would give away his son, you know, to a world that hated him. You know, he would, he would, you know, give away Jesus later on to a world that hated him. And and so I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, well, if anybody knows Naomi's pain, it's God. And so here she comes back and she is, she is saying, my life is much too bitter for you to share because the Lord's hand is against me. And so I I just thought about that this week is so many people in this world can live life in bitterness and it doesn't just affect them. It affects everybody around them. All right. So if you find yourself living in bitterness, I urge you talk to somebody, pray about, you know, ask God to remove that bitterness to show you his hand and and naomi's about to really see god show up in a major way and we'll get there in a minute but as she's coming back or get there later on but as she's coming back she's not feeling any hope she's feeling bitter but notice that god doesn't let her go so what a powerful book and and is there anything in that chapter one that you know we're not completely done with chapter one but is there anything in the first 14 verses that that you want to kind of expand on andrew
1: no, I, oh, I think we hit a lot of the stuff that was kind of um, on my heart, but I just thought it was interesting, I guess, when we're starting that, that you know, that these, these two sons had already had existing sickness or illness or something going on. Um, and then these, these Moabite women come out of nowhere, and I don't know if these, these fellows, like, you know, wooed them or whatever into marrying them, but, I mean, I just thought that was interesting because I'm like, well, no wonder they died, you know? So that was interesting.
0: We will be right back after um, this break, and we will check some things out. So uh, hang with us. What's up, guys? I hope everybody's doing good. And I want to say thanks so much for listening to the 1 to 5 podcast podcast. You know, we have a lot of good time, and and the fact of the matter is that this whole community, this whole idea of who we are as the One to Five community with various characters that you may hear on the show is not something that's just by chance. It's something that, that we truly believe that God brought together as a community. And here's the cool thing about it, just last week we were able to participate as a community together to help out and and to give back to this, this couple that has given so much to many in our community. Uh, We were able to do something as simple as landscape for them and and come together with, I'm telling you, 30 to, to 40 people together as a community came together to love on this couple and to totally redo their landscape. It was such a huge surprise this past week for them and they have been so grateful and just an outpouring of love that was poured on them and they're now pouring. It's just, it's been an awesome week in that. And so I say all that to say this, not to brag, not to, uh, I don't want to put any names to it, but I want to say this to you. If you find yourself living in isolation, if you find yourself just kind of going through life alone, I'm going to tell you something that I heard, and this is going to be so funny, but I heard this actually from a professional wrestler, Mark Calloway. You may know him as The Undertaker that's performed for many years, but a lot of times if you isolate yourself and you just allow yourself to to grow older, you become very bitter. You become a very bitter old man, but if you surround yourself with people, and he was talking about younger guys to invest into, when you surround yourself with people, that makes you less bitter. Because you're pouring into and investing in someone other than yourself. You're doing life with someone. And that's something that we do here on this One to Five podcast. I mean, all during the week, all you're hearing is stories of us doing life together. And I want to tell you, we don't have the most exciting life. We don't have the most, um, um, you know, just um, brilliant, successful life. We're just common people that do life together. And we want to um, give that out to the world and say that you can have this too. So whether it's a church or it's a street, it's a community, it's your job, invest in it. Invest in the people that you do life with every single day. It will make you less bitter. It will make you feel that love, give that love. And the fact of the matter is, is is we were not intended, we were not created to go through life alone. So all the funny stories that you hear here, these are real life stories. All these people that you hear and the things that we This is how we do our life every single day. Is it perfect? No. Are there sad times? Yes. Is there hurt? Yes. Is there grief? Yes. Are there arguments? Sure. Because we're flawed people. But when we come together as people, and we listen to one another, and we genuinely care for one another, and we just wanna make someone else smile. We just want to love on someone else. It's something that's so much bigger than self. The world's gotta love enough selfishness. It's time for us to be selfless. It's time for us to come together. And I truly believe that will help the world. So find your community. Love on your community. Have fun with your community. Laugh with your community. Do life with your community. Be there in the hard stuff. Talk about the hard stuff. That's just some encouragement, and it's something that helps this number five who wants to stay isolated so much. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of the show. So, uh, man, what a powerful segment talking about Ruth there and just how, um, you know, just that book has just meant so much to me over the last few months and it's been so powerful to read. So, I can't wait to go a little bit deeper in that. And so, man, uh, good stuff there. Um, I do want to say this that um, if you want to follow us on social media, that we do have an Instagram, you can find us at one to five bottom slash podcast. So, check that out put some funny stuff up, posted some pictures of Wade working
1: yesterday. And
0: feet kicked up this past week whenever I got rid of the kids. So um, lots of cool stuff. We try to keep that thing funny and, and laughing and, and going on. Um, so anyways, uh, I do want to say, I do want to kind of bring back um, a, a week in review and talk about Wade's week right quick. Because I have heard several people say we need more Wade on the show. Um, I'm no kidding. <laughs> I mean like and I think the main one is Brian honestly. Yeah. Um, there's so many things that we can and not tell you about Wade <laughs> and and just the stories that he tell, but tells but everything and honestly I don't know that we do a good job bringing it to life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's a lot more there's a, so much we could tell about Wade but there's a lot that we can't, you know. <laughs> well and 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 the thing about it is after having that monumental week last week, yeah, I mean, y'all remember <laughs> me saying about how he just was knocking it out of the park, about how he was um, basically, um, you know, every move that he made last week was dead on. I mean, he was working like a demon. I mean, he was just uh, texting this girl and all kind of different things was happening. He was he was, was, back he was undefeated gym. all last week, man. <laughs> undefeated. Okay. Well, he gets into the truck in our wonderful rides from Wade's house to um, um, uh, to the work to work. So Wade starts telling his story. because I can tell he's not in a happy mood at all, and I'm like, "Well, what what's going on, Wade?" And he said, "Well, last night my AC went out, <laughs> and here okay. in Alabama that is not good because it is no, because, hot and it is humid at night too. So it never it, gets it, cool. It feels like soup outside." Now, I am not a you go outside, and here's an, here's an Andrew word or Andrew phrase,
1: instant sweat. Instant. I mean – Instantly. <laughs> I mean, drinking coffee, sweat. You know, think about sweat, sweat. You know, it's <laughs> insane. You almost need
0: gills just to breathe in Alabama. Exactly. So this is Sunday, and, and like, Wade is, is so upset because who are you going to call on Sunday to come fix your AC? And he lives in a rental house, so it's not like he can – you know, really do anything about it. He has to go through a landlord. Yeah. And so he, I don't even know how to say this, man. He he gets <laughs> as cool as possible. How can I say that? And that is basically, that is basically sitting on the kitchen floor with that cool towel. <laughs> and I just know that, I know that he was wearing a chain. I know that for a fact, uh, okay? Just like he was wearing a chain and... Most likely nothing else. <laughs> okay, you said it, not me. You said it. And well, so he's sitting there, and he's contemplating his life right there. <laughs> and he's got to look like he smells something on his face, like just something disgusting on his face, okay? And he's just shaking his head. He's wondering why in the world he ever made this decision and what in the world he's going to do, and how does he pull himself out of this pit, okay? you about
1: that's a low right there, man. There's, no, I mean, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do about your AC going out on weekends. Just nothing.
0: Nothing, nothing. So he finally gets enough, uh, I guess, pride or just gumption that he wheels himself off of that nylon floor, okay? And he goes to his room to flip the switch, and somehow the light switch breaks in. <laughs> I don't know how. I am sitting here looking at a light switch right now and I don't know how a light switch breaks. <laughs> to which he just sits on his bed and he continues to contemplate life. He is not okay. All right. <laughs> so that is that story. All right. Now, now, now Wade tells us so many stories during the week that like, I can't keep them straight. I really can't.
1: We really need a recorder we- with this because it's just, it's just gold.
0: Every story he tells us is awesome. And and the thing is everything builds off of off of the last story. And yeah. so we're sitting here and Wade just continually strikes out all week long. I don't know why, but everything is just negative from Wade for the rest of the week. <laughs> well, and he comes in, wasn't it Friday that he told us the gym story? Yes. Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay. I've got to share. So Friday he comes in and he's like, man, we were uh, at the gym and I started my first set doing squats because Wade's turning into a beast. All right. (laughs) So um, Moore, shout out to Moore. Moore has him turning into a beast. And so anyway, he's trying to live up to Moore's expectations. So he loads up the squat rack and he goes to do his first squat. (laughs) I can't (laughs) even. He goes to do his first squat and catches a cramp in the side, in his side. We all know what that feels like. It is not pleasant, okay? And there's no and coming he, out of it either for a little bit. Exactly. It gets progressively worse. Worse. And so as he's going down and he catches that cramp, he lets out a, ah! <laughs> Just, just oh! a cross gym that echoes, okay? And as he crashes to the ground and weights flying everywhere in more shit. <laughs> his head in utter discussion wade looks back to see that there are two very pretty girls (laughs) timely walking beside him shaking their head and laughing and wade knows (laughs) knows, it cannot get any worse than this right (laughs) so at the beginning of the week you find yourself sitting in with a chain around I'm I'm talking like one of those I'm talking about one of those old nineteen nineties chains. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's sitting oh. on the kitchen floor because he has no AC. <laughs> At the end of the week, you find yourself sitting on a gym floor because you've caught a cramp in your side and crashed and burned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just feeling helpless. So, I mean, weights all around you, just feeling helpless. And he was probably sitting there and staring into the mirror, going, I don't know. I I, this I don't is know. it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I can just see him. And you got to think, Wade, number one, he's, he's had a stuffy nose. His allergies are killing him this week. And so Wade is sitting there, and he always looks like he smells something nasty whenever he's in that negative zone. So, um, but, And and Wade is working towards a truck. He wants a truck, so we're trying to get him a truck. And and so Andrew's, Andrew's got him um, doing a couple extra jobs, did some pressure washing yesterday. And I heard that Rob even hired him on to y'all's business yeah. man what's yeah.
1: that man this it's awesome i can't wait uh you know usually like in, when we go back to school um my dad has to pick up some of the business in the afternoon cutting grass and, and, and getting people's yards looking good and some weekends i don't come home like i can't come home or there's a football game going on you know i mean i pay for tickets i might, might as well use them right so yeah um but I, you know i just kind of threw it up the way and i'm like you know if you want some work in the in the uh school year like Yo, you just come work for me, man. Like, uh, we'll we'll teach you new skills and everything on, uh, you know, running the weed eater and how to cut grass and what to look for, man. Get you really a, build a skill in there. He's like, yeah, I'd love to do that. So, I, man, ask Rob. Rob was all for it, man. So, I'm uh, I'm happy for him.
0: Now, now let me tell you my position, okay? I'm happy for Wade. I love Wade. You know, I'm I am Team Wade. I I'm sitting here. I'm wearing my Wade shirt. Okay, if I had a Wade hat, I would put it on all right if i Wade poster i'd hang it on my wall i love wade but do you know how many times i have volunteered to your dad hey man you ain't got to pay me you just call me and i'll be there to help okay (laughs) now i have years of experience in 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 outside lawn care landscape management years that's my profession okay and do you know how many times your dad has taken me up on that offer i i that'd be a big Fat zero, which is what I feel like because Wade is hired over me to to, first time it's even mentioned to Rob. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, laugh now, but but here's how here's how I'm gonna frame it. Here's how I'm gonna Rob wants to lovingly help people. Oh yeah. And so he he is taking yet another son under his wing. He is gonna groom Wade. There's no telling where Wade is gonna go under Rob's guidance. No telling. No telling. Rob the professional. (laughs) Has got this kid, got
1: him. I, him. I can't wait either. Um, I mean, I'm gonna I'm give a plug to Rob. There's not a better teacher out there, man. He knows what he's doing, and he lovingly and gently guides you along. And when you mess up, he doesn't yell at you. He's probably not really happy, but you know he'll, he'll, he'll correct you and show you how to do it. And you know that's just Rob, man.
0: Yeah, no, you know you'll catch the yelling. If Wade messes up, you're gonna get you're gonna get the yelling. oh yeah, oh yeah. This is I'm a son. It, it's coming for me. It's fine. <laughs> so anyways wade is now back on the upswing he's been working with you yesterday and now he's out working on your camper so oh yeah um a lot of a lot of wade is just cracking me up he's just knocking it out of the park right now so oh yeah um but i, I got a quick do story with,
1: for you uh from yesterday please so please. you know i'm teaching him how to pressure wash and everything right and we're working on this house we're way up high at some points and we're low we're getting the, all this whole house right and we're really killing it and At this one point, we get to the front porch, and we have to wash the ceiling, all right? So I I give it to Wade's like, here, let let me me do it. I'm like, okay, all right. So uh, I said, I'm going to go do some other stuff real quick, clean up behind us, get all these bottles and jugs of our chemical that we use, and put them on the truck and everything else, and, you know, you take care of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So about 10 to 15 minutes after I get done putting stuff up, I come back out, and Wade, (laughs) the ceiling has rained down on Wade. I'm talking – there is water dripping from his hat. He is so his shirt is glistening in the sunlight and his pants are soaked all the way through and there's water coming out of his boots when he's stepping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what I'm happened? Like, I'm, like, like, I'm like, how did you get this wet? He goes, man, I'm honestly more wet than ever I than whenever I get in a shower. It just 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 a different type of wet. <laughs> different type of wet. <laughs> Oh. so I take the pressure washer wand from him and I, I finish up the porch and I, and I get down and I look and he has no shoes on. All right. He's got his work pants rolled up halfway up his calf. He's got no shoes on. Okay. No hat either. And he's got his, he's got his sleeves rolled up. I'm like, man, we,
0: we look like a crew out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was- oh my gosh. Well, see, and the thing about, thing about Wade is if he's going to do something, he's going to do it all out. Oh, yeah. He's going to give it all out. And he's going to do it his way. Like he's going to he's gonna get the job done however he can. So I could have just imagined Wade spraying off the top of that and having that disgusting look on his face <laughs> that just I smell something like I stepped in it. And so he's spraying off that ceiling and just getting covered. He's like, is this how you do it? Well, I got to do it for Andrew. <laughs> Don't want him to yell at me. So he keeps going. So that's how I see it he's trying
1: to please you man you know that. and he's done that he really has he is such a he's such a good learner like he just like hopped in there and I was like hey this is how you do it this is what I'm kind of looking for here and you know and I would watch him man he really intentionally got after it and did the job right and, and did his best and so I'm like I'm like man this you're a great guy that's all I gotta say is a
0: great guy so Andrew I, I need you to do something for me I need you to teach me your ways Oh. You say, what do you mean? Here's what I need. Somehow you have gotten gotten in this groove to recruiting people to do your work. Okay? I, I need you to teach me how to do that. Okay? <laughs> because I'm not good at that. All right? So somehow you're recruiting people that want to work for you. Your brother, your father, your mother. <laughs> okay? And now wait. So teach me your ways, I, you, however... I am begging you to do that for me.
1: Okay, well, here's the thing, okay? I don't know if it's that people like me. I just say they feel sorry for me, okay? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Pressure washing job yesterday, that was a lot, and it was tough, and it's tough, really bad, okay? This camper deal, I'm sure people look at me when I'm rolling down the road, like, oh, my God, that poor soul. Oh, my God. <laughs> He lives in that thing? Oh, my. Yeah. I I, I think it's just out of pity.
0: Well, you know, the guys at the camper place did give you crap about the way it was hooked up and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe people do feel sorry for you. So I need to learn the puppy dog look that you got so I can get people to do that for me. I don't know if it's a puppy
1: dog look, more like a clueless look.
0: I'm sure they're like,
1: when I wrote up at the camper place, like, oh, look at this idiot. Good grief. Gosh,
0: you can kill somebody. He doesn't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> see when people see me they you know what they see and we've talked about it this past week mean spirit no yeah so yeah you just so anyway mean I mean, face.
1: you know i'm sorry but you do like i do too when i'm just chilling there i look like i'm mad I like i just hate the world you know
0: well yeah i definitely have that vibe so anyways if i can ever find out how to do what you do then i will be a pro at what i do so anyways that's that's crazy. So anyways, talking more about people hiring, you getting people to do stuff, I want to drop this on our listeners. Next week, we do have a special guest. We have a special guest that will be on this show, and it will be none other than the one that you have heard his name mention. The sorrowful son that has probably been outside in the hot sun today, working, working, working for his beloved brother. He's been forgotten. <coughs> He's been stacked in the bag. He's been pushed to the side, but Juicy keeps motoring on. Juicy will be on one of the segments next week, and we are going to uncover some more of these stories, okay? We are going – and today I heard one, and I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let you all talk about it next week. But we are going to see how this poor younger brother has tried to to live up to his brother's expectations, walk in his brother's shoes, but continually, continually, continually – Gets treated like a dog. Okay. At least that's why I. Feel. <laughs> hearing some of the stories I hear, at least that's how I feel. Seeing some of the things I see, that's how I kind of feel. So next week, Juicy will be on the show, and I can't wait. It's going to be pure gold hearing you guys talk it out. So, and I know y'all love each other, no doubt about that. I'm not even going to play about that. Y'all do have a very special relationship for brothers. I really, I, I find myself, you know, just really being jealous of it. But, but the fact of the matter is. You know, we, we got to hear juicy side of the story. Okay, so.
1: I guess if we need to. We can. <laughs> or,
0: or as people say, Rob's other son. That's <laughs> what I heard. <they're already laughs> <talking. laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, okay. All right, Andrew, uh, what what kind of information you got for us this week? What kind of uh, basically just insight do you have for us this week? Encouragement? What do you got for us this week?
1: Find find somebody. Find it somebody or a situation to pray for this week. Um, if if you're struggling to find somebody or something to pray for, pretty easy one. Pray for the whole COVID situation. You know, I mean, we everybody in this country wants this whole virus thing to pass and everything return to normal. And what we need during this time is prayers. Prayers for um, people's hearts to be changed and people's hearts to um, be turned towards Jesus. out of um, above all, out of uh, this whole thing. Um so this week, find somebody or something to pray for and pray for it intentionally.
0: Yeah, very good. Very good. I like that word intentionally. Just be intentional with people, you know, intentionally listen intentionally. Just show them, give them space. And uh also don't neglect yourself. Have a little bit of self care this week. You know, just Definitely. take time for yourself to breathe, to rest, to go for a run, to listen to good music, just just to unwind for yourself. Um, because you you need to be your best self, and I don't mean to sound Joel Osteen on that, but you really need to 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 take care of self. And the best way to do that is to pray is to, is to pray for God to to move inside of your heart. Look for that bitterness that may be there, and ask God to remove it. So, anyways, man, it's been a fun show, an in depth show, but I can't wait till next week when we hear from Juicy. So <laughs> we'll, we we will um, carry out the conversations in the dump truck, and um, and we will you know post it on instagram and like i said you can follow us at one to five bottom slash podcast look us up check it out and uh so anyways andrew hope you have a great night yes
1: sir hope you do too and man I,
0: <laughs> and i hope that the camper gets taken care of by juicy and Wade. go check on them. go take them a snack okay uh, I trust right. you. no i will man <laughs> all right we'll, we'll talk to you guys later thanks for listening to the one to five podcast see y'all You know I'm saying?